You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, good morning, Montgomery County and the world. You're listening to Dick and Skippy on Lone Star Community Radio. It's 9.13. We are live on Conroe's FM 106.1, not 104.5, because that's currently down. And, of course, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Watch us live, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. And uh, Skippy is in the studio. We're both recovered from getting each <laughs> other sick. A week. I know. We shared some germs or something because we're very close, co-hosts, yeah. you and I. Yeah. And uh, we, we share the same razor. I mean, like, it's amazing how close we are. We are this close. And if you're seeing us on the stream, this close to sharing toothbrushes. So, and it, it accidentally, remember that, uh, remember that Jerry Seinfeld episode where oh, he's dating that girl and, like, the toothbrush falls into the toilet? Uh-huh. And then she brushes. Next thing you know, she's brushing her teeth. That was a good episode. Um, I'm glad that I got reminded of that one. That was good. <laughs> but good morning, everybody. Uh, just to let people know, you we do have a special guest at 10 o'clock. It's Ryan's Challenge, a fundraiser to support. Uh, well, I, I, we'll we'll talk more about it later. But there's a golf, yeah, a golf tournament a coming up. Fishing, uh, tournament. fishing tournament. Sorry, fishing tournament. So many tournaments. Up. So many things. I know. Well, a lot of things are happening this week and weekend. And so in today's show, not only are we going to talk about our usual mayhem and hijinks, but also we're going to fill you in on a lot of events happening in the listening area. Well, he just wants to pimp his Macbeth thing. Well, there's that, too, but there are uh, other that's, things, That's too. the masking. Oh, we're going to talk about all these other events. But the highlight. And then when we actually come be. to it, he's going to be like, hey, all the events we uh, want to mention are online. So let's talk about Macbeth. So... <laughs> You know me so well. So hey, you, you've been directing this one? I've been directing this one. So that's available this Saturday? This Saturday only, and we'll be we talking keep talk, about We'll it. keep talking about it. It's okay. all right. Okay. But I do want to, uh, b- before it goes up a degree, I want to point out that right now in downtown Conroe, it is 79 degrees. We're in the 70s in Conroe right now. It's going to get up to 95, but right now... It's nice, balmy 79 yeah. degrees to get that's out good. there. Got some... Um, clouds and rain over the next few days but from like thursday on it's going to be sunshiny looks to be a slightly downward trend in high temperatures starting to happen so yeah. that's good well over uh the weekend anything exciting happen for you besides busy busy uh mrs skippy McKip- got Macbeth. Oh, we got Macbeth. uh so what that's for is the woodlands arts in the park uh it's an event twice a year uh spring and, uh, and autumn and we're doing the autumn one and it's uh, Macbeth at Shakespeare in the Park. One night only, starting at 6 o'clock. The festival starts at 6. We'll go up about 6.30 or 7. And there'll be some, you know, vendors there. I think some food trucks. And it's free. You know, my favorite color. And it's Macbeth. If, you're, if you don't know Shakespeare, don't worry about it. You will know what's going on. And we're setting it. You know, this isn't cod pieces and and doublets. This is a, we, we set it in kind of like 5,000 years in the future. So it's post-apocalyptic, and you'll really be able to tell what's going on. Uh, great, great cast. My cast is just 
so awesome. And I'm looking forward to it. Now, what's funny is that next month in October, the Tomball Shakespeare Festival is hosting their own production of Macbeth. So the same show, but it's radically different. I know the director of that one, Jonathan Minshew, awesome guy. Some of my cast members are in his cast, but playing different roles. And he's gone more traditional, you know, 11th century swords and stuff like that. So you can actually go to both and see, you know, how the director's vision can change. But one common point in both of ours, which I'm glad I got, got her first, uh, I have a deaf actress in mind named Heba, uh, who's from oh, Egypt. Oh, deaf. A deaf, a D-E-A-F. Uh, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a weekend at Bernie situation. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> no, no, no. There's lots of deaf on the stage, but no, we got a deaf. Uh, she came, she auditioned for me. She's wonderful. So Heba will play... Uh, the Queen of the Witches, Hecate, and then I cast Melissa Cummins to be the voice of Hecate. So what will happen is Heba, the deaf lady, will be signing her dialogue with American Sign Language and standing next to her, uh, kind of joined at the hip, is the voice of Hecate who will be doing the actual talking for the audience. And as of yesterday, we signed in that this whole production is going to be interpreted for the deaf in the hard of hearing. With a, 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 a so you buy all those folks. Yeah, uh, if you are deaf or hard of hearing, come on because I'm there d- will I'm be I doubt they can hear us right now. They they can read lips on the heaven can read. Well, lips. how about this? If you know somebody who right is deaf or hard of hearing, and are nice to them, you can refer to them to on Saturday at what time? Uh, be there by six o'clock. Six o'clock where? At Rob Fleming Park, okay. uh, Creekside. And they can enjoy the boring Macbeth in sign language. I mean, that sounds so thrilling these days. No, it's amazing. You're gonna, we're gonna get. Why don't you rename it Macbeth instead of Mac? Yeah, because that'd make it Irish. Yeah, why don't you have fun with it? People get really confused. People People get really confused with that one. Yuck! Don't you know? But it's uh, again. I just cannot talk about my cast enough there because we've only pretty much been rehearsing once a week. We do this through the Women's Township. And so they only have Saturdays available. But my cast has actually agreed to meet up at other times to work on stuff. So it's been a full week and weekend for me. Uh, I've had to go to storage spaces to get piece, you know, set pieces for it and props and costumes. And they're coming up with costumes. And we're working with the Woodland Symphony. Daryl Barrett, the Woodland Symphony, will be playing uh, music. The okay. Symphony will be playing music, kind of underscoring. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's gonna be, we're really excited about this. That's a full show. Yeah. All right. Well, you should come is it see free? It. it is free. There you go. That's it the best thing. I'm surprised you didn't open it with that. Bring a lawn chair, blanket, bring we, the kiddos. We know the first week of September traditionally, or I guess every two years, the the new laws from Texas State yep. are being implemented. And I wanted to ask you, do you know the history of this this nude picture law? Oh, is this now a felony to send a nude picture of yourself? Or, to, I guess to, it's... I'll, well, you can send it, but it has to be to a willing Sexually receiver. explicit. Yeah, it has to be to a willing receiver okay. of it. So what was happening before? Well, you, a lot of women will be get would be getting Are you um, talking like, penis pictures. Okay, so like in the past, there wasn't an avenue to do something about yeah, it? Yeah, there's no repercussion. Oh, okay. I've never been on the receiving end unwillingly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I always wonder, it's like, you know, I, I, I imagine that stuff happens all the time, but... Here's the thing. I'm like, a, I didn't. I, I didn't think of like I want to put this person in jail, but then again, maybe that's what we curb society with those kind of attitudes. 
I have to admit something. For all oh, my, great. Here we no, go. It's Please not are gonna, coming. We're not going down You sent your images in, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, whereas I'm typically not a fan. I can't when believe what kind of, what kind people, of camera we use. Right. When people cry privilege, you know, I, I tend to take it with a grain of salt. But well, as a male, oh, I have enjoyed, we haven't really I have enjoyed the fact that I don't receive those things. Now, back in the what early happens, days of... What happens of, if I mail you one? Because this says digital. So is there already a law if I send you, like, you know... Could be, because that probably comes under mail fraud or, or something along those okay. lines. So we can take care of those perverts. Right, but who'd want to, you know, lick a stamp and stuff? Uh, yeah, for, not, that, that not people who send their private parts to people. Now, what happens if you have, like, a, a, a picture that looks like it's, like, two animals reproducing? Would that be considered? You like a screenshot from a National Geographic yeah. episode? Like, what about the like uh, Ace Ventura 2? When he's coming out of that rhino's butt, like, I feel like, you know, that's really weird and inappropriate. I wonder how I, I'm actually kind of excited about reading the cases the next 10 years of like, what, what are the conditions some, of some these Some issues things? may have to be ironed out, but I have thoroughly enjoyed. Was, that was just a picture of a sausage factory, man. <laughs> right. Uh, this is an eggplant farm. I have enjoyed, as a male, not receiving these things, and I didn't appreciate I have some female friends who finally have like shown me what they get on the receiving end. I imagine. Holly told me all about it, it, and I go, "Really? Let's let's talk to these." And so, ladies, on behalf of the Y chromosome, I apologize. I I don't. I didn't understand it. You know, things were happening that I. Well, who is it? What famous people have been sending images that the world knows? Like Brett Favre, I think was one of them. Didn't he get caught? And then uh, Anthony Weiner got caught. Yeah. And then there's a couple other ones, but those were sent to people on purpose. Yeah, unlike the accidental sex tape releases in the Kardashian household. Well, no, I think one of them, like, so what happens if you accidentally share it on Twitter? How do you accidentally share a dirty pic? Well, like, say you're trying to send a dirty pic, right, to you, right? I'm sending a dirty pic to Sean Oh, like a private thing? And then I'm like, oh, I don't know how to use technology, and I hit, like, send all. Is it like each count? Each person who yeah. saw it count is a no, count. So no, you're going to jail for. I, I think it would be on the the offense. But here's the thing: because is that much? Not that's not much of, of a defense. Let's say, well, I had a gun. I didn't know how how it worked, and I accidentally pulled the trigger and killed someone. But I didn't know about. That's what I it mean, did. But I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to die. It's a wrongful death. Can you sue for wrongful death? Yeah, you can sue for sue for wrongful yeah. death. If you Absolutely. accidentally shoot me. Yeah. Yeah, my mom or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So, Remember, criminal cases. Don't it's gonna be exciting. So guys, just don't one. don't chance it. Just just draw it out. Because so far, I'm seeing of all the laws, you can draw out naughty things. Just send a picture of of Michelangelo. <laughs> you know, lithograph. Yeah. You just draw it out. Don't take pictures of anything. Just draw it out and send it. Just You're send good. Da Vinci's portfolio. It's got all the nudity you need. It's like, hey, it's classic art. You can't bust me for this. Yeah. That's a, that's a good hill to die on, too. <laughs> right? You can't bust me for this. But, uh, no, I saw that. I was just kind of interested because I, I, I honestly thought there was always protocols. Like, especially if you knew the person. Like, if I knew you were sending well, this to me. Well, it's surprising to know that if there I, were I thought you could go no to the recourses. I thought you could go to the police and be like, this guy keeps sending me these these messages. Unfortunately, the police would have to say. No, that's harassment. That's got to be harassment. It's harassment, but that's that's not necessarily a criminal offense. All right. So I am glad. I'm surprised I'm that it wasn't already in. Yeah. No, I think the the mix. But oh, I'm glad it is now. It's like uh, it's a now felony to uh, be a porch pirate. 
to rip Amazon. What was it boxes. before? Uh, we just get like a misdemeanor, pro- probably or misdemeanor. Like so now felony means what? The like the feds are involved? No, it's jail. Jail time is involved. So no matter what, you're going to jail. Well, yeah, that that's where unless, I, not no judge. matter what, but the stakes are higher. Yeah. Uh, plus, if you're convicted of a felony, good luck getting you know with jobs and, and so forth. That'll mark you pretty good. So it's somewhat cosmetic. Because I think there are things that aren't felonies that should be. And yeah, Amazon's over here like, why don't you just give us keys to your house? We'll put it inside. Well, they had that for a while, you know, know, especially with the smart home. You know, just use your code, unlock the door. We'll take a video of us putting in the... I package. mean, does everyone else not have a butler at their house to get stuff? No, I but mean, do you know what Amazon does have, which I did not know and I discovered recently and it just made me so happy? So I bought a drone uh, recently. Through Amazon Prime. I don't Prime. know if I can trust you. Is this part of the picture perfect thing? Picture perfect. Well, yeah, it's it's for it's to increase my business. Okay. Um, okay. And I got business. an amazing deal on the, on this drone. I did not want it delivered to my house because yeah. that would be the one time where I would get a porch pirate. And when I so I bought it through Amazon Prime, and at the checkout it said, "Do you want it delivered to an Amazon locker?" Or your home. I'm like, what's an Amazon locker? So yeah. I researched it. Well, you know, a how- shady gas station, of course. No, Amazon Prime, you know, they've swung that deal with Whole Foods yeah. where you have Amazon Prime specials. And oh, that's stuff. right. You live in a fancy neighborhood. So they the have at the you. Whole Foods a wall that's got these lockers, you know, like in yeah. a bus station, but they're, they're like high end where you go there, you, you punch and you're there, they send you a code. That lasts for, you know, very short amount of time. You punch in the code, door opens up, you get your products. Right there is the coolest thing. Some guy, I felt some sick. poor sap, gets like a, like a pool table or something. It's like, oh, well, I gotta these go, lockers I gotta came go from pick all sizes. Up. Now the one downside to it was I was beholden to Whole Foods hours of operation, and I was very busy. So it got delivered like in the morning, and it's like you have till nine o'clock tonight to get it. And I so was busy till ten, so so, all, so it was like thirty six hours before I could even get the darn thing. And I've barely played with it because I've been busy, but I want to play with it. It's really nice. It's small, but it's it shoots. I love in how 4K. we jump from sending lewd pictures to people then to you probably taking lewd pictures. Well, to we people. were talking about how to get stuff delivered, and you know, Amazon Prime yeah. has gone that route. Well, you want to play with my drone with me? Yeah, I'll do that. It's fun. I've done it before. It's uh, like I said, it's, it's nice and small. It's compact, but it shoots in 4K. There's a group of people who uh, really like doing. What do you call? Them? I forgot what they're called. Like they're they're actual RC cars, the mm-hmm. ones that are gas powered, and part of them would also do drones. My brother's really into get those. I am not. Those I kept so on. He, uh, we went. We hung out with a bunch <laughs> of drone people, and it was like, what batteries weigh the less, and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, they're hardcore. Me, I just kept on smashing into trees and stuff, so I need to be careful. But this thing actually, you can preset it through your phone. It's got a little the 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 drone itself has actually has this little Wi-Fi signal that you can tie your phone into and connect your phone to the, the, the joystick thing. And you can pre-program your flight through your phone. You can have it follow you as you walk. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. You know, did you know football season started? I did because I've been videotaping uh, some high school football games. Yeah. Well, broadcasting them for Woodlands, what, Woodlands High School. Uh, well, no, the teams that play, yes, Woodlands High School, but the, all the teams that play at Wood Forest Stadium oh, okay. here in Conroe, uh, I'm part of the uh, TV crew for that now for uh, some after hours. And you're pulling your drones out. No, no drones, but I, I, I specialize in Why not? In the, I, I, I think there's probably... Uh, Can you not film kids or something? Is that what the rule is? Well, for, well no, because we're broadcasting kids. 
you know, on the air. I, there could be an FAA regulation or a private property. You know, uh, I guess the stadium counts as county property or CISD property. So there could be... Uh, They're the ones that have to buy Because the there's not been hide nor hair of a drone, so no one's tried it. But I get to be the guy... Uh, my footage, or what I shoot, tends to be on the uh, instant replay stuff. So okay. it's pretty hardcore. And I'm not that up on football. You, you know, if I'm well, looking football at... Football is fun to watch. I, well, no, I know the quarterback, and I know the center, because this is the guy who goes hike, hike, and the other guy gives hike, him the ball. Hike. So I got that. But as far as I, the, the running end or the yeah. tight back or what, I, I, well, I you know, don't offense know. and defense, right? Well, yeah, you want to go to, sense. if you're heading, if you have the you ball. You know, they're all separate, right? Like, yeah. the same, sometimes defenders aren't the same. Yes, I've learned offense, that right? different teams come on, and then you I, have the, you have your kicker, yep. your punter, you have four tries to get 10 yards. I, I got the basics down, but if, you know, I warned the floor producer because this is going out live, you know, with switchers and everything. I was like, listen, Give me a number. Tell me to zoom in on number 42. Don't tell me zoom in on the tight end because that's where there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't be doing that. No, he'd be like, go for the white hat. And, you know, the, the, the head referee has his the white ball cap on. Well, that's kind of And it's, 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 it's intense, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm actually learning a lot and, you know, getting some bucks on the outside. That's cool. Pay, pay, pay for my gas. You know, one of my family members does uh, Comcast Center in Philadelphia. He does all everything mm-hmm. that goes over there, like the flyers. And then uh, whatever happens in that stadium, it's really cool to see. He sends me pictures of his setup all the time because you know we're building the back, and he, we're comparing you know, comparing notes. Okay. And uh, he, he says it's a lot of fun because hockey is just loud. That's one thing he has a hard time with is the microphones. Oh it's Because yeah. it can be really quiet, and then you have one fan who's unruly, <laughs> and then you have someone hit the glass, and you have to like redo the mics. But uh, the football, other big. What the other big? The other big, or the the other nice part about this is that every broadcast for us is catered to. So I've been loading up on barbecue, pocket sandwiches. Chick-fil-A. No, no, this is like a hardcore. Yeah, pocket spread. sandwiches. You put them in your pocket. You know. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but it's like at the end of it, we got jugs of tea and bags of food because they just really over. Well, oh, the over, reason I wanted to bring up football yes. is wondering, you ever heard of a receiver named Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown kind of went off the deep end, but well, he got I, let go, but snapped up by another team like eight minutes later. Well, I was reading that there's speculation. I don't know if anyone knows. This guy basically just left, wanted to leave the team, did whatever he could. And I was reading that he contacted a social media expert to find out how he could leave the team. Oh, like to post something that would get yeah. Him, and I'm go. thinking, like, is that really a job o- occupation? Like, how? I, <laughs> well, because I imagine there's PR people that are PR specific strategists that go, "What's your goal? This is my goal." And like, okay, this is the steps you need to take. Yeah, that's to- the kind of thing that was highlighted in that TV show Scandal, where it's like anti PR. They're like spin doctors or what they call gladiators. It's like it's we'll give you the desired results. Whether it's good or bad, but what's where you don't look so bad. So there are companies out there, individuals that say, yeah, if you want out of your contract, I'm the one to let you do it to where not everyone and will so hate you. I'm sitting here thinking about a person who's in a position that gets paid million, has a lot of money, and they pay people to make social media videos and stuff. Because I, I want some of those. I watched clients. some of. I watched some of them, and I was like, can you imagine? This is what your job is: is like hanging out with this football player. Let's make a video about him being excited 
to leave a football team. I hate to say it, but if as long as the check clears, I would be that guy. I know. Well, I mean, like, and I was like, that's just hilarious to me because before you know it, there's going to be one football player who's just really good at social media. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what they love to do for fun. Because some people are, I, I would even consider it a talent. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you actually make funny but, videos or posts or whatever. But I think it gets down to the time, though, because th- I was thinking about this just the other day. I was listening to a podcast about superheroes and stuff like that, and I realized you have all these either fictional superheroes or real-life, uh, like, action heroes or even real-life football players uh, where they are so buff because they have to work out three or four hours a day, right? But you never see Is that them- how you get buff? Yeah, apparently so. Okay. I, I, I hear that. rumors. Okay. But you never see them work out. You know, so you got... Well, not The Rock. I'm pretty sure you see The Rock work out every see, day. Well, you always... No, no, that's what I'm saying. But you never see The Rock in a movie, his character, who's both buffed out, saying, listen, I'd love to save San Francisco right now, but I got a, it's leg day. Yeah. Or you never <laughs> see Batman in the gym. You know, they're always doing their thing. So it's like you don't see them get buff. It's the same thing with football players. I mean, that back cave Three hours big. a day, they got to do their stuff. So they don't have time. I, I, get, I think what a lot of the joke about 24 where like everyone, he never goes to the bathroom. He never goes to the bathroom. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the joke. Well, he does it during the commercial so, breaks. He's just backed up. They actually, they actually filmed a, a little spoof thing where he does that. And he's coming back from a commercial break and they're going, Jack, Jack, we're back on the air. And he's running out of the bathroom going, damn it. And runs off to. Well, you think they would do it like when he's flying somewhere? He just uh, slips on the depends. And yeah. Well, I mean, if you're on an airplane stuck there for two hours, what else are you going to do? Right. So, hey, you know. Depending on how high you are, you can lean but out the window. and. What do I, I, when, <laughs> I watched, the when you watch the saga with this particular football player, it's funny to see how everything is presented and then how many people pay attention to it and how many how much money is spent on the how much, you know, just the crucial where people are thinking, oh, he's losing money, he's doing all this stuff. I was like, man, this is kind of Really funny. I wonder how this would have been handled 100 years ago when we didn't have all this instant knowledge of things or speculation. Well, it was a different time where we didn't have the instant knowledge. We didn't have the expectation of instant knowledge. Yeah. So, and that's why you had like the, can you imagine Babe Ruth in today's world? Well, what it reminds me of is you watch all the social commentators who are been in the sport because you know that's what they do after they retire, like a good... Like a handful of them. It's always funny. Like Terry Bradshaw. Like watching them talk about Madden, this, no. it reminds me of like my grandfather talking about me being bad or something like that, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, well, back in my day, we would never taken these steps to, you know, that, that's what all <laughs> Three of had rocks. Yeah, like we would have done that. We would have written a formal letter and, you know, wore a suit and never have kneeled or whatever. <laughs> Just whatever. We wore tuxedos to football games. But uh, no, it was interesting that, that he... I, speculation he hired a social media campaign and mm-hmm. i guess that's something that i could strive for you know i want to hire a guy to do my social media i'm cheap and uh then you gotta be funny though gotta i'm be, funny you know that reminds me I, two I walk, guys walk into a bar you think the second guy would have noticed and ducked see that was yeah uh, that delivery was too fast for me i like to slow it down two guys no but uh you know it reminds me of i watched this amazon uh, show or movie it came out in the theaters called uh late night Oh, is that the that, Emma, is that the is war Emma between... Thompson? No, it's oh. Emma Thompson. Oh, it's the Devil Wears Prada Part Two, where she's not a fashion designer; she's a talk show host with Mindy Kaling. Yeah, and it remind me the they were trying to show the transition of old school to new school with you know going viral and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it was just funny to me that that was like that's probably what the pitch was to make the movie. And I was like, well, I feel like that's been done 
a while back. Well, they're but. different ways to do it. If I have to direct your attention to well, I did like Boogie you, Nights. You, you would like the fact that they made several jokes about diversity hires. Because that was the ongoing joke about the the main leading actress was she's a, a no, Mindy Kaling yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's an the, Indian uh-huh. woman and that was kind of like the ongoing joke was she's a diversity hire okay and they basically said like there was one uh, crucial moment where Emma Tom's like yes you were but you know you're here so do something mm-hmm. so that was kind of like I was like oh look that's that's it's different. And it's, in regards to, to a situation like that, there's no easy answers. I'm not a fan of pure diversity hiring. I'm a, more of a fan of who's the most qualified, but I do also understand that historically, you know, there's been a lot of catch-up for m- many minorities, especially women. I mean, look back to as late as the 1970s, a woman could not have a credit card in her own yeah. name, a bank account in her own name. There's so many she issues. can even have her own social media manager today. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> right. We all could. So there's a Just lot don't of Don't get on social media up. without a social media How would that should be the new rule? Don't, have a so, don't get on social media unless you have a social media manager. There's a person. If listener Dennis O'Connor is listening, we need to get you a social media manager. Yes. And if uh, listener Jason Own is listening, he needs one. He's he, he needs at least three of them. Yes, indeed. I, I'm telling you, there needs to be one thing I love about Gmail, yeah, Google Mail is that there's the setting that once you click send, you have up to a minute to unsend it, and they never know you sent it in the first place. I think that is the best invention almost ever because too many times you click something and oh my gosh you need to call it back to fix something especially in the business world well i think they need to do the same thing for twitter for the dennis's jason's and president trump's of the world uh well i don't think it would actually stop trump well you know i was really hoping you know that joke with his pen thing like the sharpie pen mm-hmm. i was really hoping there would be a joke about whiteout I was wait. I, I was really waiting. Like that was the next. That was the next lateral move for a good joke that he would he would make. Or he, you know, he'd be like, "Oh, let me put some wine out over this, oh, and we'll, we'll redo it. We'll redo it." Uh, that was really good, Dick. I, I like that. Uh, yeah, that was. I've been actually the last week or so. I've gotten very much into Twitter. It's not quite a rabbit hole, but for clients, I've been building their Twitter yeah. accounts too. And I thought I I need to really d- delve into this and following some people and catching up. It is. I think there has been a resurgence of it. I think not exclusively due, but to a large part due to, I think, the president's use of it. But I like Twitter now. Uh, Two weeks ago, I I sneered at it. I I had had a certain contempt, mild contempt for it. You know, people say the same thing about heroin. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we're right there with those folks. There you go. uh, And the people who send those lewd pictures. Twitter's a gateway to... First, they're like, oh, I, I, I used to do it on my little camera. Now I have a drone. In 4K. <laughs> I, I can send stuff in 4K now. Well, no, I, 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 still, I still haven't really grasped the, the connection point in Twitter yet because more Twitter reminds me more of like a billboard. Because when you start reading threads, because like, that's one of the reasons I like Facebook because Facebook, you do a post and then it has threads. So people are commenting and you're right. reading all the comments. Those are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But on Twitter... I th- I think it's just it's way too random on the threads, and I just don't see. I don't see. It. I don't can. I don't feel connected with it. It's, it's different, it's, and you have to just treat it as different. I think it. I think it's more of a valuable tool than I was giving it credit for. Yeah. Especially, believe it or not, the retweets. We have like to be I would important stuff, to be on Twitter. Huh? You have to be important. Yeah. Like people have to care about what you're talking about. Or you have to be in a circle of 
friends, associates, competitors, whatever to yeah. to get it. Um, you know, one of my clients is emergency chaplain group, and they're tied into a lot of different fire departments and police departments and stuff. And so every morning, one of the things I do when I wake up is I'll go down that feed, and yeah. the, you know, the spring fire department may be congratulating a a new graduate or. But see, like HPD that kind of stuff, have this, well, and I get to retweet it. Well, because with Facebook, you can you can fine tune, and I would say, I know a good percentage of people who comment on my stuff. But see, mm-hmm. on Twitter, Twitter reminds me of the early two thousands when bigger websites had uh, forum posts, mm-hmm. and then just to let you know, today most of those websites don't have that anymore, right? Because of the abuse. Because of the moderation, oh, I, the early days it was bulletin boards, and so that's what I like. And I go, chat that's, channel. that's what Twitter feels like, and it's going to go that way. Where Twitter's going to be like, oh, now we have to moderate what people reply to and what people are saying. Because on Facebook, you can, it's you have tools to self-moderate. Mm-hmm. Like I can restrict anyone from posting on my stuff that I don't know. Well, so I don't on get Twitter, strangers. I can. There's some weird stuff that I say. I, I mute this person, or it may be because you know I have friends that like someone else and so it'll pop a monthly you know david likes or retweeted well, instagram's like that too where yeah. instagram you can do your account private because like one of my uh, best friends sends me stuff on instagram all the time and i don't use instagram so it's like when i log in it's like oh you can't view this because you don't know this person and i even made a joke to him i go you realize if you go on my instagram account all the people i follow are all the people you send me stuff and i can't follow i can't see their stuff until i follow them because even holly was looking at my instagram she's like who are all these people who are you chatting with online? I'm like, I don't even know who those people are. They just post funny stuff that Charles sends me. That's all I got. <laughs> so don't watch out. Explain to your wife about what a, because one of the people was, I think was like a porn actress or something like that. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know who this person is? Like, no, no, I don't. I just couldn't view their their stuff when Charles sent to me. It was some funny post. Well, this is a porn actress. I was like, oh, well, this looks bad. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I can't really do anything about that. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, so segueing from porn actresses, I want to give a shout out to Baby James. Okay. Yeah. Baby James is in the house. Uh, you know, listener Misty recently brought James into the world. Little Jack. Man, that was fast. So Jack, well, it took nine months to get there. It felt fast. Yeah. And uh, But we're sending out love to Baby Jack Jack All right. there. Although I still say Sean is a great name, but, you know, whatever. You do what you got to do. And, uh, yes, I do agree with Dennis. He can make some mistakes on his own. But, golly, Dennis, we love to help. Well, you need that social media manager, Dennis. I'm telling you. Can you imagine a person trying to work with Dennis on what to do with social media? Well, no, what scared the snot out of me was uh, Dennis has discovered the concept of the green screen. Really? Yeah. uh, Dennis, uh, I was scrolling through, and there was a picture of Dennis, and there was a background behind him that just did not belong in reality. Unless it was from something else. but. Yes, Dennis is discovering technology. He's far, he's far ahead of me. I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> but uh, we, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, just to let you guys know, we're going to have folks from Ryan's Challenge in the studio around 10 o'clock. Uh, so we're going to be kind of prepped for that. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's going on around the neighborhood besides Macbeth that's happening in the Woodlands and things like that. Because this is Monday, and it's going to be a lot of fun this week. So stick around. You're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings on IRLoneStar.com and, of course, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. Feel free to comment and post and all that kind of stuff during the show because we occasionally check that out. But uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a short break. Thanks for tuning in. Clean 
cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org. That's C-O-R-E-L-U-V.org. Will you help defend the orphan? I haven't been on well, the air, have I? Well, uh, welcome back. <laughs> is my mic on now? Now it is. Okay. Please look. Just please pay attention next time. But welcome back to Dick and Skippy in the Mornings here on IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out in the studio. Don't forget we have Ryan's Challenge coming in around 10 o'clock. Until then, we're going to do some upcoming events and things like that. You want to start us off? Well, I do have a quick update from our last segment. You know, the really scary photo I discussed featuring Dennis? Apparently, that was a Brad Meyer special, so that explains, yeah. like, So everything. he's not that bright? Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> you don't know the technology. Yeah, Dennis doesn't know the technology, but what's worse is that Dennis has joined forces with Brad Meyer to come up with these things yeah. now. So it's, yeah. Okay. A way to bring a shiver to your Monday morning. Well, uh, yeah, so we're going to do some events going on around town, and let's start with a childhood cancer awareness event happening. It's the seventh annual happening at the Lone Star uh, Expo Center here in Conroe on September 21st at 6 p.m. It's brought to you by Camp Quality USA. 
Uh, and it's just, uh, it's a rodeo. So it's cool. going to be, uh, if, so if you're into rodeo, if you're into those kind of things, they're doing a rodeo for fundraising for uh, kids with cancer. Basically, it's a general fund. So now, just, is this going to be a real rodeo where they have the ropes and they tie up the animals and... Tie them up and make it... Yeah, this is basically what it is. Cool. Uh, you know, it's not one so, of those uh, new newfangled rodeos where, you know, you throw flowers at the Those are my favorite. Animals no, but this is, uh, again, so it's called, you just look it up, it's called a 7th Annual Childhood Cancer Awareness Event. What an original name, folks. Uh, <laughs> thank you for sending me that. More information can be found at campqualityusa.org slash TX. This is a statewide event. I think, awesome. they, I think they go around doing rodeos and stuff like cool. that. Cool. I think they should so hire us to come up with a better name, though. That's true. <laughs> Um, and also, our friends at the uh, Conroe Parks and Rec, they have some really cool events coming up. With Their bigger event, their big event this month is happening on the 14th. I believe that's this weekend. It's Saturday. It, it's Saturday. Saturday. It's uh, called Kidfish. Kidfish. Yes, because I know when Ryan's Challenge comes in, they're going to be talking about a, a fishing tournament. Uh, this is a free event for all children under 16 or 16 and younger. Starts at 9 a.m. at uh, Carl Barton Junior Park. All fishing participants must register at the event. So when you come, you got to sign up. Uh, lim- there's limited in poles and bait, but they are provided. So first come, first serve. Bait and poles are provided if you don't have it. Uh, but you can also use your own fishing gear. This is a free event to go fishing. That's right. If you're 16 or younger, you can also – you'll of course, the adults will be – allowed to be there and supervise and things like that. Prizes and trophies will be awarded immediately following the final measuring and weigh-in. So this is like a little tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Kids Fish is a nonprofit outreach program designed to educate and provide a hands-on fishing experience uh, for children and families. So this is brought to you by the Conroe Parks and Rec Department. And if you more information, you can just look on the Conroe Parks uh, website. It's Conroe, uh, I believe that's cityofconroe.org, and just go to Parks and Rec. It's happening this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. First awesome. come, first serve. It's, it's also part of the Kiwanis Kids Day in the park. Uh, so the Conroe Noon Kiwanis Club uh, is, is it's, it's their Four Kids Day. So that, that's oh, a nice that's thing nice. for it. I love the Kiwanis. Uh, when I was in college, I was in the college-level version of it called Circle K, not to be confused with the, uh, gro- uh, the convenience store. So that's happening on uh, Saturday as well, as well as uh, our special event we're going to be talking about coming at 10 o'clock. And, so of course, uh, Shakespeare in the Park in the Woodlands. And uh, if, if you're into theater, Mamma Mia opened up last Friday. Yes, Mamma so. Mia did at the, uh, at the Owen Theater right across the street from us. Uh, great, great show. Good musical. Get your tickets. They're, it's selling out. And so you go to Owen Theater. Is this a post-apocalyptic version? Uh, dot com. No, Wouldn't that be is, great? <clears throat> this is 1980s, I think, all the way, because it's all ABBA songs. But ABBA, you can make it, like, in space. Well, they end up in blue jumpsuits with sparkles. Yeah, you can do that in space. Space suits. Oh, no, the sparkles will clog the oxygen scrubbers oh. and, and cause an accident in space. Well, do, you, do you ever see that happening? Because you're talking about Macbeth, and it's been around for so long. There, You have to, like, create. you have to have a little bit more creative input on it to make people... You know, pay attention. Yeah, well, there's nothing uh, wrong with going traditional. Like I said, the two versions of Macbeth that are happening these next two months. Uh, in fact, recently at Lone Star, there was a production called At Macbeth, which is a modern uh, social media version of it, uh, interactive. Uh, you can go traditional, as they're doing in Tomball, which I'm going to very much enjoy seeing. You can go post-apocalyptic. I've seen Romeo and Juliet done as the uh, Civil War. Uh, I've seen King I think Lear I would do I would West. do Macbeth and Furries. 
furries. Yeah, the, the furries. They count the outfits, the furry outfits. It's like a convention thing. Everyone wears like an animal outfit. Oh, like a Chewbacca onesie. But it have to be the ones where you see the face. So you have like the panda head and you have your face right oh, here. Oh, like a little bit of Lion King where yeah. they just put on the I think that would be great. And it has it. nothing to do with the play. It's just like, hey, everyone pick your, pick your favorite animal. That's what everyone wants to wear. Hey, I want to quickly talk about Inspiration Ranch because I love these people. They used to be right across the street from me, but for the longest time they were looking for a new property and they finally found it. And it's probably because you kept calling about all the poop everywhere. Well, there was that. Plus, the, if you the think smell. I flooded bad, they flooded worse than I did uh, both times. But... They just hired a new operations director yeah. uh, called Kimberly I try, I'm going to try to get them in. Uh, I, I'll talk to them. Uh, Sherry, uh, if you're listening, and if you're not, you will be soon. We, we, had, we had on, I'm call you. on the Extension Hour last week, we had the folks who are head of a committee that basically manage the horses in Montgomery County. They try to, like, keep tabs on. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how many horses Montgomery County has. Yeah. It's a lot more than I thought. Not as many bears. As we've learned with our, our dear friend. Yeah, Barry, et cetera. Bears, et cetera. But uh, so Kimberly, best, uh, Dick and Skibby want to give Kimberly a hearty welcome to the Inspiration Ranch family. You may have known them also previously as Panther Creek Inspiration Ranch, but now they have their new property, not in the Panther Creek area anymore. So uh, I love this thing. They provide uh, equine therapy or horse therapy for special needs kids and adults, and it's just really amazing. Lots of heart goes into this. So welcome, Kimberly. Yeah, it's going to be fun. There's a lot of stuff going on, especially since Harvey. There's, I, I told you about the time I saw that poor horse stuck. Mm-hmm. And then it basically was the body. Yeah. After, after the aftermath of it was over there by the dam. Thanks for bringing us down, Dick. So, I mean, there's a lot of horses. So when, a, when an emergency happens, you, you remember that, ca- that case that happened a, lot, a little bit ago where it was like 100 or plus 100 horses were abandoned? 75, yeah, 75 horses. I remember Something like that. that. Uh-huh. Like, that's nuts. I do remember. Someone abandoned a cat in our neighborhood, and Holly's freaking out about it. I was like, imagine having 75 horses as your neighbor, and you're like, what do we do here? Well, with a cat, you can leave out a little bowl of, you know, little Frisky's cat food with, you know, 75 horses. How do you feed 75 horses? Yeah. You know, it's tough. And not, you know, break the bank. And what if they can talk like Mr. Red? They knock on your door, hey. Then I'd be I'd be worried about what you're eating, because <laughs> you're clearly eating something that has uh, that's not hey. It's not hey, you're It's eating. CBD, man. It's hemp. It's CBD, hey. It's hemp, man. <laughs> hey, we got some live music happening. Yeah. Downtown Conroe's got some great stuff here. I'm going to, like, go down the list. <clears throat> so, now, you know, yesterday was my mommy's birthday. Okay. We had fun with that. All right. Uh, there was Meaning no live what? music involved. But I took her out for for breakfast and house of pies and, you know, ended up the evening. She needed <laughs> it, it. Just throughout the day, I tried to take care of her best I could on her birthday. So I wanted to throw that out. But starting tonight at the Red Brook Tavern, we got some live music with Sean McCauley. Now Sean spells Sean's name different, wrong, S-H-E-W-N. And there's also open mic night at the Corner Pub tonight. Tomorrow. Yeah, is that with Caleb? Yeah. Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes? That's it. That's always fun, yeah. Uh, on the 10th tomorrow, we got Southern Disposition at the Red Brick Tavern. More open mic at the pub. On 9-11, September 11th, we got Nate Nelson doing an acoustic set at Red Brick Tavern. And Dan Smith hosts the open mic there on the 11th. Uh, I'll just give you the rest of the week, just in case. Uh, there's a weekly bike ride happening, you know, uh, ready Race Ready Repair, who's right next door yeah. to us. Uh, they're hosting a weekly bike ride on uh, Thursday um, Dan Scott Band is hosting the open mic at the Corner Pub, and Buck Yeager is going to be at the Red Brick. And then 
later on this week, we'll tell you what's happening on the weekend, yeah. live music-wise. we got some stuff going on. Well, if you have an event or anything you want us to promote, uh, send it to us at dickandskippy at gmail.com. Uh, and then that's how we do a little readout before the top of the hour. Now, so. is it this Thursday? Or no, already what last happened. Thursday. Uh, it was that last was last Thursday, Thursday the final. Yeah. And so it was the Journey Tribute Band, right? Yeah. And I missed it. Yeah. Did you see it? No, I was sick. That's right. I still bowled, though. You bowled? Yeah, I still bowled. How did you bowl? Uh, really well, because I'm awesome. That is like me, the drunker I get, the better I play darts. Yeah, what's interesting, though, or sing is karaoke. I, I told the Montgomery County Bowling Association I want to volunteer for a committee, so they put me on the youth committee. So we're going to be on, I'm going to try to preach for the youth leagues and youth people to get involved, because I learned a lot about youth leagues. For example, youth leagues can't make money from being in a normal bowling league. They can't. Really? They cannot participate in my bowling league because uh, what they do, though, which is really cool, to uh, because they consider that gambling, I guess. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So what they do is they have their own leagues, and there is payment, but it's a payment in form of scholarships. So if you're really if you're really dedicated, oh, well, that's pretty smart. Though. If you're really dedicated, you can set up an account with Montgomery or with the United States Bowling Association. And you can participate in youth league-sponsored tournaments. And if you win, it goes into a scholarship fund. And that fund is there until you're 18. So the more you play, the more money can be put into it. And then when you hit 18, they're like, here's your funds. Now, see, I love that. So there's I, that. that I found that out. That was really interesting. Wonderful idea. I don't know how much money you can really make from bowling, but if you're good, you're good. So might as well just cash in. Because, you know, the uh, colleges and things don't have bowling teams. Yeah, what up with that? Well, I can understand why. But you know, what's really strange, though, what's strange is I can understand why because of the facility upkeep, but most schools, for some reason, have a bowling alley for, like, campus life activities. Mm -hmm. Like, U of H has one. You're right. I mean, like, so you got that. So You got, the, you got the pre-existing facilities. Yeah, come on, so come let's on, get guys. some collegiate But NCAA I thought that was really cool, bowling. so I want to be helping out, participating, and making, spreading awareness, and... What, what I found interesting is no one reaches out to the schools anymore because apparently youth league participation is so low. that you, I was like, can't you just put a poster up at the quad or whatever, where, wherever the cool place is? Mm -hmm. And just say, you know, call this number for uh, to learn to bowl. Can you do that? Can you do that in schools now? Like you call can do this anything, number? You can do anything you want. Okay. Well, that's where social media managers come in. Right. Like we need to hire a social media manager to get, those get to the kids who are on their phones all the time. Right. So, well, we're coming up on yeah. ten o'clock. We got our special guests coming on, including young master Ryan Dolliver. That's gonna be a lot of, of fun, Ryan's guys. Challenge. We're gonna, we're gonna right take outside. a uh, extended break, set them up, get everything going. So stick around. You're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings. So uh, coming around the top of the hour, we have Ryan's challenge in the studio. So stick around. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanfunk Coffee. Beanfunk Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift and a flight on a historic B-17. Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Hi, I'm Kenneth Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe, in 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Oh, 
Hey, hey, welcome back to Dick and Skippy in the mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio on 106.1, not 104.5 today, on your Conroe FM dial worldwide on IRLoneStar.com, our Lone Star radio app and streaming video on Facebook Live. Tune in to us Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 9 to 10, or sometimes we go beyond 10 if we have special guests. And you know what, Dick? We do. We do. We have special guests today. We yeah. got some awesome people in the studio today. Uh, we have Lauren Rosner, who's uh, the director of public relations for Ryan's Challenge. We have Lauren. Uh, sorry, sorry. We have Katie Dolliver, Ryan's mother. And oh my gosh, Dick, we got Ryan Dolliver himself of Ryan's Challenge. Now, if you're seeing us on visual, you see that Ryan is way into the phone right now. Ryan who, is, who isn't? You're Ryan. in your phone more than the show. Well, yeah, but I'm a very busy and important. Yeah, I want to let and folks know, so Sean gets at least four phone calls every show. And I always wonder, why? Why do you get four phone Like, how are you getting that many phone calls? Because I told the other 42 people to stop calling me during so, those times. Well, before we get started with Ryan's Challenge, I want to remind folks they have a website. It is ryanschallenge.org. That's ryanschallenge.org. I'm going to put it into our description on our feeds and things like that. But if, if you have any questions or you're wondering what's going on, ryanschallenge.org. So there you go. There we are. So <laughs> let's start off with uh, Katie here. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. It's I'm good. Good to have you both in the studio. And Ryan, how, you give me a thumbs up. How are you doing today? You there doing you go. good? Solid. All right. So Ryan's the reason we're in the studio here. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to start with you. Uh, talk to me about Ryan's Challenge and, and how you got to be a part of it. Yes, Sean. So it's a long story, really. I started off with this job actually two years ago. I'm a student at Sam Houston State. Go Bearcats. <laughs> Not to be biased, but... Oh, you're on our show. You can be all biased all you want. It's oh, okay. great then. Yeah. Awesome. So basically, I took a class with Dr. Daphne Fulton, who is Katie's mother, Ryan's grandmother. Okay. And she basically told us in our health communication and literacy class about Ryan he came, with, uh, he came with her to a lot of presentations, and Ryan basically has a rare genetic condition called vascular Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. That is basically where the body fails to produce collagen, particularly the protein collagen 3. It makes his skin very translucent, very translucent mm -hmm. and prone to injury. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so basically he is at risk for certain types of strokes, aortic dissections, um, aneurysms, different types of illnesses like that. Wow. Now, what's the name of this again? Vascular Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, or VEDS for short. Just to remember, there are actually 13 types. Mm -hmm. Ryan has the rarest of the 13 types. The general wow. term for it is Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Okay. Uh, so, Katie, let's uh, talk about you. So, um, what exactly is... Ryan's challenge because I know we got the event coming up on Saturday. In fact, it's daring to go up against my Macbeth, but I may actually have to come to it instead. So, because it sounds like <laughs> a lot of fun. We uh, Ryan's challenge is a five hundred one c three nonprofit. Mm -hmm. We my husband started it in regards to he wanted to save Ryan's life because as a parent, the your worst fear is you having to bury your child. Right, and you know we. When we first got the diagnosis, right before he turned two, um, you we tried to Google it, and lo and behold, there was nothing there. Can you imagine trying to Google something and nothing being there? I, well, 
on one end, I'm glad that they were able to to diagnose it. I would fear yes. that you know it's, it sounds it's so rare that it could be easy to overlook. It is. We we were actually told by a dermatologist who when we it's a long story about how we got the diagnosis, but she called us about four days after she saw us and said, "Hey, I'm going to move this test up the chain to where I want them to test for this first with genetic testing. And typically vascular ehrlichstein loss wasn't even a blimp on the radar. It was kind of after you've gone through like three or four rounds of testing, then they might test for it. But the dermatologist actually tested, pushed it up to the top of the list and we got a diagnosis. Um, we were actually in the car on the way to Dallas, all the family of four at that time. And I told my mom and she goes, there's very little research. So my husband being the fixer he is and the love for his child that he has, he called my mom at three o'clock in the morning and Ryan's challenge was born at three o'clock in the morning. And we wanted to raise awareness. He wanted to raise funds for a cure. And, but in order to do that, we also need to raise awareness for this because you hear about kids who pass away on football fields or baseball fields and they end up passing away after a hit or something because they had an aortic dissection. A lot of parents don't know that their kid has this until either after they pass away or have a major life event. So I'm more of the advocate of let's raise awareness because, mm -hmm. again, if any parent sees the signs and symptoms of it, then they can take the right precautions and maybe extend their child's life. That's great to hear. As you've been talking, believe it or not, I can multitask. I've been looking up vascular Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is a, a very, very rare disease. Uh, in fact, for uh, vascular is only one of, of several in, in the group, and um, total for Ehlers-Danlos, less than 200,000 cases a year. That's how many get diagnosed. Right. We um, There is a geneticist in Seattle, Washington, who believes actually one anywhere from one to 10 to 20,000 people have it, mm -hmm. but only one in 200,000 get diagnosed. Wow. Yes. So raising the awareness on this is, seems to be, has to be paramount to, to get it, it out there. Um, it is. We've, unfortunately, my husband and I have been having, we've dealt with CPS um, before and common, surprisingly, a lot of families that we have met who have kids who have vascular alert and lows, they've also had to deal with CPS. Because, oh, because of the physical manifestations. Yes. Um, so it's been interesting to see when we first got the diagnosis, his doctor only saw, I think, was seven patients um, that had it in Texas, and mm -hmm. now she's up to, like, 21 in just two years. So could this almost be akin to... Um you know, the autism spectrum where in the old days, you know, I'm old, you may be able to tell. <laughs> well, we didn't have it back then. You know, only one in a thousand, now it's one in a hundred, but now it's looking like it, it's always been there at this number, just the awareness was not there. So a lot of misdiagnoses, the so same thing. Yes. By building the awareness of it, we can reach more and more people with this. Yes, um, we definitely, it's definitely out there because I, you know, when we went live about our story, I had somebody in Colorado reach out to me that I used to work with who she was a social worker and said, I have a kid who was just taken away from his parents. Can you walk me through the steps? Because I believe he has what your son has. So there's definitely times out there that I've talked to other parents who um, 
their kid maybe not have vascular Ehlers-Danlos but have another rare genetic problem where their bones break all the time and they don't have the normal testing. So it's not only am I raising awareness for this, but it's if as a parent or grandparent, aunt, uncle, whatever, you know, if you really sense that something is wrong with your child, you are the child's best advocate Mm -hmm. in all reality. Like if it wasn't for me, basically putting my foot down and saying, no, there is something wrong with my child, we probably wouldn't have a diagnosis. Wow. I'm going to come back over to Lauren for a second here. Um, because of this, I mean, not only is this rare, but and I'm trying to figure out how to, how, how to phrase this. There are some um, causes in the world that are very telethon-friendly, TV friendly, you know, you can have Sarah McLaughlin singing a song in the background and you'll open up your wallet and your hearts to it, but some not so much. And so how important is it uh, to spread the word on this and what are the best ways to do it? Because I know we have the fishing tournament coming up. We're going to be talking about it. But what are other ways that we can reach as many people as possible about this? Well, I think radio is a great place to start. We've actually been. Good call. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We've actually been on a media tour with them. We're trying to set a Guinness Book of World Records. Really? Yes, we're doing a selfie challenge. So this, the basis of the selfie challenge is getting Ryan to take as many pictures as possible with media and news personalities. So mm-hmm. if you do, and we Dick care. For, yes, Dick. Can you personalities. We we have a use. <laughs> I knew we were good for something. Yeah. <laughs> we would be honored. Ryan, are you going to take our photo later? He says, yeah, whatever. Are you going to take a picture later? <laughs> he, he, he's, he's getting it ready set up. No. <laughs> no. He didn't want us. Yeah, we're yeah, we're not Batman, but you don't know that. I'm just saying, you've he never seen Spider-Man me and Batman. Too. Yeah, you've never seen Spider-Man and me in the same room at the same time together, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And Pokemon. And Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. oh my right. Lord. Okay, one. now we're going to be doing some serious Pokemon <laughs> talking when we get off the air here. I, I'll, I'll see you, little man. I'll see you. So you were talking about this media tour with the uh, with the selfies. Go, yes. Give me some more details on that. Well, we've had a very successful year in 2018 with this. Mm-hmm. It was great. They've been all over the state of Texas trying to get as many news stations as possible. Their biggest news stations they went to were ABC 13 mm-hmm. with um, Tom Cook and Melanie Lawson. I, think, I believe them. Art Ruscone was on there as well. Mm-hmm. They were just great. They fell in love with him. And one of our other bigger people we got a selfie with was Dan Rather. Nice. From, from CBS News, former anchor there. And he was, One day, Ryan, you're going to know who these people are. You're going to be impressed. <laughs> he's a very popular little guy. I can tell. He well, was, he's sharp dressed. Mm-hmm. He's got the bow tie on. We all know the bow ties are cool. But you didn't meet my dog. I did not meet oh. your dog. Who's your dog? Chase. Chase? What kind of dog is, is Chase? Is he a big dog? Is he a little dog? Does he yip a lot? He's a puppy. He's a um, 100% mutt. Ah, best kind. <laughs> That's the best I can tell you. Well, I want to learn about this fishing tournament. Is that right? Is there a fishing tournament? Yes, I hear that right. Yes, so tell me about that. So the fishing tournament, we have a youth fishing tournament coming up, I believe, this Saturday at Grand Central Park and College Station. There will be more details posted on okay. our Facebook page, Ryan's Challenge. And then our big one is an adult fishing tournament held in Lake Somerville, October 19th. Okay. And now where can we go to find more information about that? You if can you're go a fishing to person? our Facebook page for under Ryan's Challenge okay. and our Instagram at CureVeds, at symbol C-U-R-E, 
VEDS. I have a flyer here regarding more information to that tournament. There will be raffle prizes for second and third. It's very family friendly. There are, you can divide yourself up into teams. It's $100 for a team of two and $75 for a parent and child team. Awesome. So you're looking for teams. Uh, how about sponsors? Looking yes. for some sponsors too? Yes, we are looking for sponsors. We will have a sponsorship form up on the Facebook page later today. Okay. So if you are in the Conroe area, the Huntsville area, College Station area, or greater Houston area, we would love to have you help sponsor our tournaments. And it's at facebook.com slash Ryan's Challenge. Yes. Okay. And I'm, uh, Skippy's putting out the call to the community here because, again, there are some uh, situations and medical issues out there that, you, you know, we all know about and we all want to open up our minds and hearts and wallets to and some that we haven't heard of or they're just not, you know, darn sexy enough. And, you know, Ryan is this cool kid. I'm sitting in here. Uh, whether or not he wants to take his picture with me, I don't care because I'm going to take my picture <laughs> with him. And, uh, well, I also want to let our listeners know we posted all this stuff. Great. So all the, it's on our site. Yeah. Uh, so go to Ryan's Challenge, facebook.com slash Ryan's Challenge later. You'll get some information about these tournaments. Sign up for it. If you're a business and you want to be a sponsor, you can do it. You can get your name on something, do something good, and help Ryan and his buds out there uh, get some, raise some awareness and funds on yeah. this. And mm-hmm. to add to the sponsor's for details about that, mm-hmm. you can put your business name, phone number, address, city, and so on. If you would like to contact someone regarding the sponsorship forms or need more information, you can contact Mackenzie Wethington, and her email and phone number will be attached to the registration form. We need donations. We need a first-place prize sponsor, $900. They will have a large logo on the back of their event shirt. Second-place prize sponsor for $600. And a third place prize sponsor for three hundred dollars. There you go. For so as little as three hundred dollars, you can be a sponsor for an awesome cause for an awesome kid. Uh, anything else that we that we miss? We want to talk about? Well, we want, love right. having all of you in Thank the studio here. Thank you so much here. for coming in. So we Thank got you. Katie Dolliver. Uh, we got Lauren. See, I keep on second guessing <laughs> Rosner. Keep on second guessing how to pronounce it. I want to say Rosner because I was thinking Trent Rosner mm-hmm. and. My brain went off the rails. I've done that before. I but and then of course we got Ryan here, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Good to see you, Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. There you go. (laughs) He's so cool. I like him. Well, you're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings. We're gonna take a short break and say goodbye to Ryan's Challenge. Again, check them out, Ryan'sChallenge.org. More to come on Dick and Skippy, so please stick around. We'll be right back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. 
or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. 
Hey, welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star. Dick and Skippy in the mornings here, 1024 on the dot in sunny downtown Conroe. That was an awesome time we had. Uh, it's funny, once we're off the air, Ryan became a, a veritable chatterbox. He's really cool. We got our selfies with him. Yeah. So we get to, we got to brush uh, shoulders with the famous Ryan Dollinger. Uh, this Saturday, if you're not coming, well, you actually you can do both. We got the fishing tournaments. For Ryan's Challenge, go to facebook.com slash Ryan's Challenge or check it out on our page or go to ryanschallenge.org. Sign up for the fishing tournament either this Saturday or the big one in October. And then you, that evening you can go hit Macbeth yeah. at Rob Fleming Park. It's going to be a full Saturday. Well, cool. Which one am I going to see you at, Dick? Neither. <gasps> Neither. Doing family stuff. Neither. Bring the family to Macbeth. Well, I got to go pick some family up. My brother's graduating from the FBI. Quantico? Yeah, something like that. I don't know what he was doing up there, but he's always doing The FBI Academy is what it well, is. Well, he's not an FBI. He's a FBI. It's something that law enforcement does. Confidential informant? Because if that's the case, you he, just screwed him. He is now the liaison for the FBI, U.S. Marshals, Texas Rangers. Oh, Okay. But he went to go train for six months mm-hmm. with the FBI. Gotcha. And he's a he's a sheriff. Uh, he's not the sheriff, but over East and Liberty County, he works for the sheriff's where he's a detective. But he got selected out of like two hundred officers in the country. Is this going to be one Monica. of those awkward family moments where it's like, so you Dick, look different? This is your brother who you know is working for the FBI. Uh, how's the radio show? Is it going to be one of those things, or are they? No, actually, I helped him out. What it seemed more of like when talking to him about it, it was more of a networking training thing. So basically what I think what the FBI wants is they want to have a better relationship with local law enforcement because they see a lot of positive uh, solutions when they like when they go, hey, we have this escape dude in this area. We need to have somebody that's already there knowing the area and knows what's going on. And now my brother's the person on the phone list for the, until he retires. So big old graduation celebration. So there, yeah, my mom, my mom and the kiddos and all of them are going out there, and then I have to pick them up. I'm not going, but uh, <laughs> punk. No, well, then I will be missing you when so we doing do that. Like Beth on Saturday evening, and then my sister's birthday's that day, and then aw. Um, so, well, right. once again, shout out to my mom. Well, Happy I, birthday! I, I will tell people. I'll warn and warn you right now. Do not have a large family. Okay. Because pretty much every weekend there's a birthday party. What? I, I think in my my immediate family with kids, there's like 28 of us. So I have six my brothers and sisters. My extended family is they pretty have, huge. I have 15 nieces and nephews now. And then, yeah, so it's like it's it's out of control because I'm always I'm like, can we just do one year, once a year, just get together and just celebrate all of our birthdays? Because you know, you know they pay attention. Like, oh, Richard wasn't Dick and Holly weren't here. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? they don't care. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much the only one that doesn't have kids. So, actually, that's, I was very fortunate for that because I'm the youngest, and my my parents don't really care. Their hands are full. They have 15 nieces. They have 15 grandkids. So they're like, no, no more. Oh, not too shabby. And then I told them like, we're just gonna have 10. We're having, one of my cousins has uh, eight children, and so I was like, yeah, we gotta beat her out. So we can have nine. I said, Holly, you ready to have bare nine children? <laughs> she's, she looks like she's up for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, get them all in one fell swoop. Get one of those multiple birth things. Yeah, that would be hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, so any headline stuff you want to talk about? I mean, I, well, the news I has kinda, been kind of all over I, the I map. I missed the Sharpie thing. I missed that, like, why it was happening. I know that people like to talk about it. 
And then uh, outside that, that's really what, like, I know you like talking politics. I haven't really seen, I know people are still running. Has anyone dropped out of the race that I need to be aware of? No. That's worth noting. But um, the Republican, well, not the Republicans, a Republican challenger, actually there have been a couple. Have, you mean Pepe? <laughs> well, Pepe? more on a national scale. If you remember former uh, South Carolina governor, uh, no, um, yeah, South Carolina governor Mark Sanford, uh, he's thrown his hat in the ring. He's the guy that about 10 years ago went missing, said he was like got lost on the Appalachian Trail or got kidnapped by Appalachians or something like that, and it turned out that he was basically in his town home with his mistress. He was having a weekend tryst with his, with his extramarital affair. And yeah, didn't realize they were that. looking for him. So when he resurfaced, they're like, where have you been? We've been trying to call you all week. I got kidnapped on the Appalachian Trail. So Flat yeah, tire. He, yeah. For a weekend, dude. <laughs> so he's thrown his hat in the ring. So there's a couple of challengers. And this is on the, on the heels of the GOP saying that uh, I think they've already canceled three primaries. Not sure I'm a fan of that. Even if it's a foregone conclusion, I think you should still hold a primary. This is just my humble opinion. You just be a fundraiser. Because even if you're running, I mean, there's there's running unopposed, but Trump is not unopposed in his own party right now. There are now two people who have thrown their hat in the ring. Well, more than that. But yeah, Pepe. <laughs> we need to get Pepe back on. I wish yeah, out Montgomery. There we go. Uh, so I'm not a fan of of primaries being canceled unless there's a good precedence for it. Uh, but off the off the cuff, I say no. But yeah, <laughs> Mark Sampson's thrown his hat. In the ring. Uh, Sharpie gate, I just have to smile and laugh. Always a gate. Always a gate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I remember when they turned Marco Rubio trying to swallow water after a State of the Union rebuttal, uh, and he looked weird doing it, so they called it Watergate. That's where I just threw my hands up and said, this is this is silly. Uh, Sharpie gate, there are actually some points to be made on either side of it, but neither side will let it go, particularly on Trump's side, the the desire to be proven right is just overwhelming with him. So it's fun to watch and see battle lines being drawn. Um, but yeah, the world spins on its axis and revolves around the sun, and uh, it's gonna. We got more people throwing in their hats in the local races too. And I think as we get a little closer, especially yeah, the commissioner's court is gonna be commissioner's court. Uh, we got some, we got some um, people throwing them, some school boards, uh, some uh, school bond issues, and yeah, battle lines are being drawn. That's so it up. is heating up. So we'll definitely keep you posted on that. Uh, relatively right now, it's the calm between the storms. I think on okay. and the, and the well, guys enjoy this weekend. There's a lot of fishing opportunities. Fishing opportunities. We got kids fish. And then we got Ryan's challenge. That's uh, over up in College Station. Mm-hmm. The kids tournament for Ryan's challenge, and then they have an adult tournament coming in October. Yeah, I can't then, do the. Oh no, uh, it's not College Station. Is it the Grant? Is it College Station? Well, College Station area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Good. So pretty much centrally uh, grounded for anyone who wants to go there. That's cool. Cool. Well, it was good to see you, man. Dick, it's good to see we you. We do plan we're on having shows. Week. We do plan on having shows Wednesday and Friday. We don't have any guests lined up. Well, we may so. have one because on Friday we were supposed to have a guest that we had to. Yeah, I wanted to get them in. That was Amy and me. I think that was. The, yeah, so I think they're. they're uh, they played at the Corner Pub. Yeah, they're going to rebook if they haven't already. And by golly, we're going to get them in here. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we love being here. And we'll be here Wednesday morning, 9 o'clock. If you're interested in being on the show, contact us. Uh, dickandskippy at gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter, all that kind of good stuff. 
Uh, and don't forget, we will uh, be. I guess that be back. Sorry, <laughs> I'm still a little, still under the effects of drugs. Gotcha. Well, until Wednesday, this is Skippy alongside Dick. We'll see you then.